Pirate fans. Welcome to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Brought to you by U.S. Cellular. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's Platinum Certified U.S. Cellular stores and experience the highest standard of customer service. Call in on the live line at 317-1250. Now, with a complete recap of the game and your phone calls, live from the Pirate Radio Studios, here's your host of the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter, Clip Brock. All right, for the first time in 2023, the Pirates are victorious. For the first time in 23 years, the Pirates are going to have a shutout. 44 to nothing over Gardner-Webb. Great win for the Pirates. They were 14-point favorites. They went about 44, and we're talking about it tonight on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Clip Rock, Marcus Crandall, Jason Nichols, and the Weave. Billy Weaver, Shirley Rhodes, the big dog here with you. Taking your calls, 317-1250. We'll talk about the 44 to nothing shutout over Gardner-Webb coming up tonight. And get to your calls when we return on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. All right, nice to see some smiles in the studio today. Marcus (laughs) Crandall, Jason Nichols fired up. Billy Weaver smiled when uh, Shane Calhoun called a pass late in the fourth quarter. I'm still upset. Throw the guy the freaking football, man. We won. We we forgot to do our picks today, too. Oh, we remember. You won't hear. We got him in. Y'all got him in. We won. I had Rajay two hey, That's it. Dang. That's yeah. I said it was a Rajay. It was a uh, Scott Harley game. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, you need yeah. A, a mutter, and he was my mutter today. Yeah. Although all the running backs ate today, it was good I to see. Did. Yes, Camaro Edmonds. Camaro Edmonds, nice the guy you covered in yeah, high school. Yeah, I, I always liked to watch him at uh, at Havelock High School. He just ran over people. It was, it was like, he was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, he did. I liked the way he ran the track. Yeah, on, yeah. On a touchdown, and um, you know he stayed tight to the line of scrimmage or tight to the offensive line, made his cutback and all that good stuff. It was uh, it was nice to see. Yeah, he, he he did a good job on that. He caught my attention on that play. Like I was yeah. like, who is that kid? And uh, he did a great job of of like you say, running the track and no cut is the best cut. And he just kind of mm-hmm. weaved that thing on in there. Mm-hmm. And apparently, no Marlon Gunn, Gerald Green. Maybe we'll find out why, maybe injury wise, at some point, but. That's what you got to do. Make the most of your opportunities. He got the call tonight. He was kind of buried down in that depth chart, but his number got called and then looked good. And saw a little Raheem Jeter tonight at the end of the game as well. So. Yeah, little little nerve wracking there at the at the end though when he had that limp. Yeah, but, you know he looked good celebrating the touchdown. So yeah. I think he's he, he, yeah, he looked, he looked fine <laughs> celebrating that, that last Evans touchdown. All right, three one seven twelve fifty. Going to get to your calls. Thanks for tuning in to the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call in show. Thanks to Wings Over Greenville for the awesome post game food. If you're watching second half of Notre Dame, Ohio State, if you're watching some late night football tonight, Wings Over Greenville will deliver right to your door, just as they did here to Pirate Radio. So 758 Wing, give them a call and get some uh, delicious wings tonight. All right, Justice Bryce, hang on. We'll get started with David in Greenville. Hey, David. All right, guys. Hey, look, uh, I'm going to be pretty upbeat, you know, take, uh, be pretty uh, quick about this. Special teams were awesome. Long snappers loved it. Uh, short snaps were good. Uh, Gardner Webb long snappers couldn't snap through a wet paper bag. Uh, I'm just proud of, of the boys. Um, the defense, even though it's an FCS team, I'm well aware, uh, did something that they haven't done in, I uh, believe, 24 years. 
uh, shutting a team out. I think that was Duke back in 2000. I think it was 38 nothing, 284 games, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, that's that you know when you hold anybody out of the end zone, that's um, pretty uh, pretty good, no matter what level it is. Uh, and um, man, I was gonna say something else. I didn't even drink today. Pirates <laughs> one. Maybe you need a drink. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what it was. Five more wins, and I guess we can go bowling, right? That's Five away. Go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. David, by the way, I believe you are the father of a long snapper, right? That's why you were talking about the snapper so much. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure everybody knows. He's uh, <laughs> shouting out the long snappers and short snappers in the game. All right, David. Thanks, man. Uh, Thanks, guys. Take care. All right, David in Greenville kicking us off. Let's go next to Bryce in Greenville. Hey, Bryce. Ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing? Ah, D. Bryce. What's up? Kidding, kidding, kidding. Hey, man. Hey, guys. Sorry, I was at the Michigan game. We couldn't get signaled. Marshall Knapp. There was too many Captain Bills. Sorry, Captain Bill. Um, So I'm here in the car with Troy D. Um, So I'm. uh, It's it's uh, it's like I'm with you, but I'm not. Uh, I I work kilt to the game. And um, shout out to everybody who took pictures with me. It looked amazing. And no, I wasn't wearing underwear. Um, and uh, I have my one complaint is scheduling this year. I wish this had been our second game. So we could have maybe got some tune up. But great, great day. Great atmosphere. Everybody was lovely. You know, we're, we're built different, man. Everybody's showing up there. And um, I got to be all bougie club level, you know, because hang, I hang with Troy D. So... Obviously, that makes me very special. And uh, he's so angry. <laughs> but, you know, man, it was uh, it was a really cool vibe today to see that. And it felt like, you know, it, you know, and, and, and Clip, you and I are, are, are late 90s ECU guys, too. And it felt like the old days when we said, you know what? We're still showing up. So I love that. And it was a great day today, man. And the shutout was awesome. And I was really, really glad to see it. All right, Bryce. Good to hear from you, man. I hope you're having fun here on the East Coast. Love you guys. See you. All right. And I graduated high school in 2000 and then went to Pitt and didn't get to ECU till like 03, so I'm not a late 90s guy. But that's all right. He's not a facts guy. He's a. <laughs> all right. 317-1250. We go next to Justice in Charlotte. Hey, Justice. Hey, Cliff. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing? Hey, we're doing good, good tonight. Hey, I, how about those freaking Pirates clip? I mean, we might need a sound bite here in a little bit from Shirley, but um, I know last week, if you remember my call, I was pretty freaking down. I mean, all things considered, I think we all were. But this week, I'm just proud of the program. I'm really proud of the players first and foremost for, you know, we didn't just win tonight. We dominated a, a very a very respectable FCS opponent. And to win 44-0, first shutout in 23 years, and – to do it in such a tough weather environment, um, I, it just it makes me proud as a fan. Uh, quick shout out to the ESPN Plus broadcast. I felt like it was significantly better this week than it was last week at App State. Um, I was actually at a wedding for most of the game, so I had to kind of sneak my phone underneath the table. But gosh, just so many th- thoughts going through my head. I, I think the thing that stands out to me the most is I thought Alex controlled the the, the offense really well in the first half. Really proud of Javius and kind of some of the growth he he displayed today. I thought he had a number of good runs. I think he averaged a little over seven yards a carry today on on nine carries. So that was really great to see. Uh, the only thing I can negatively I can say, and I hate to bring up negatives on such a positive night, still seeing a lot of drops. Obviously, the rain is a big factor in that. But overall, guys, 
uh, Gardner Webb, they were in the same the same atmosphere that we were from a, a weather perspective. They had a lot of turnovers. They were fumbling the ball. Our guys, not so much. So uh, just proud of this program, and I hope that next week going into Rice, we can carry this confidence. And I know Rice has looked fairly formidable, uh, you know, at the start of the, the season here, but they lost pretty poorly to, to USF. So hopefully they're down and we're up and we can go in and, and get to two and three. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Thanks, Justice. Huge news out of that game. JT Daniels left the game with an injury. Rice quarterback. So that is uh, that's huge for them. He's no, yeah. no, no. We don't like backup quarterbacks. That is we've true. Been, we've discussed that here before. Weave is freaking out. <laughs> no, but no usually it's like if they get hurt during the ECU game, That's the backup true. comes yeah. in. That's Maybe if we got a week to prepare for them, we'll be okay. <laughs> no doubt. All right, um, we continue on with the calls. Three one seven twelve fifty. Rod is up in Wilmington. Hey, Rod. Uh, hello, lady and gentlemen. Uh, how y'all doing tonight? Different atmosphere tonight. I tell you what. Uh, uh, like we. Uh, got over that curse of the penalties, and we, uh, uh, you know, got the offense started gelling. Uh, a lot of good things. A lot of good things happened tonight. Uh, uh, defense looked tremendous, and uh, you know, uh, capitalizing on those turnovers, and uh, just my uh, running backs looked looked great. They were running the daylight, man. That uh, running hard, Rajay. <laughs> he was running. He was running in and out of tackles, and uh, uh, Edmonds. I saw him at one time push the pile. Looked like he he pushed the pile about four yards and down to the one, and uh, just uh, you know, good second effort and good fundamentals. Uh, I thought, uh, but it, that penalty curse that was <laughs> that was mighty good to see that thing in, and uh, I mean, it, it makes a difference. Uh, and uh, you know, we were we were. We played some good teams uh, up to this point, and uh, we beat ourselves in a lot of a lot of instances. So uh, we're getting it together. I think we uh, can go on here and uh, play some good football the rest of the way on out. Rod, good stuff. Yeah, uh, we were uh, impressed with the backs tonight, and uh, it was good to see Camaro uh, doing getting it done and uh, finding the end zone a couple times. All right, Rod, good to hear from you, man. Thank you, gentlemen. Y'all, y'all have a good evening. Yes, sir. Always love hearing from uh, Old Rod on the porch <laughs> with the Marlboro Red. He's <laughs> calling us in, old cowboy, and a glass of whiskey. Oh yeah. All right, three one seven twelve fifty. Ohio State is uh, now up ten nothing. Long touchdown run for them we'll keep you up to date on what's going on on the scores across the country on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck uh we're going to take a break shirley's writing down a call we'll take a time out um here's how it works guys when we win we don't get as many calls i see that yeah so uh might be talking to the chat a little more tonight and we will get to a question i saw what is your realistic expectation for the rest of the year we'll certainly dive into that uh during this program tonight and uh if you do have a question for us i'll see, try to read as many as i can big ed watkins former pirate hey big ed. with what he saw tonight what's up ed i need a boat ed. hey i don't go buy a boat <laughs> from ed the official post-game boat especially right now right outside no kidding a lot of flooding going on all right we'll take a break come back more to go on the u.s sailor fifth quarter calling show after this
You're listening to the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. Now, with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes. All right, a lot of scores to get to. I'm going to try to get to them as quick as I can. Georgia Tech leading Wake Forest 23-9 with just under six minutes to go in the game. LSU has a 24-16 lead over Arkansas. They are just starting the fourth quarter. And it is Florida leading Charlotte 19-7 in the fourth quarter. Uh, Tulane all over Nickel State 33-7 in the fourth. It is Sam Houston trailing the normal Houston 31-7 in the third quarter. Oregon State trailing Washington State 35-14. It is Penn State leading Iowa 10-0 in the third quarter. Memphis trails Missouri 17-10. And Ohio State has a 10-0 lead over Notre Dame. Texas all over Baylor, 28-6. Georgia has a 28-14 lead over UAB at the half. And North Carolina leading uh, Pittsburgh, 28-17. That is a look at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard brought to you by The Buck. The Buck has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. And you can uh, kick off the day at The Buck every Sunday with the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a game. They have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at Dub Up. Now let's head back in to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right, back with you. U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Call-In Show. A lot of Raheem Jeter talk going. Everybody loves Raheem Jeter. Everybody loves the backup quarterback. One out of two to the backup. One, I was going to say, who's the backup? Backup to the backup. Backup to the backup. Backup to the backup. One out of two for one yard. Uh, nine yard carry. He's, he could be good in the future, but I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of Reem Jeter this year. Nah. Everybody, I, mean, I, I hope we do. <laughs> that's a good I, point. I hope we see Raheem good the point. next. Good point. However many games we got. The closer. Uh, no Warm up, Raheem. Something we didn't see last year with Mason Garcia. Right. Yeah. Uh, Billy, why you, you got to bring up old stuff? You should be. <laughs> I got to talk about old stuff. You're Do more. Like you're more suited to be a caller than somebody on the show. <laughs> you got a lot of complaints. I'm tonight. still salty about Shane Calhoun targeted twice. And go ahead. What else? A couple you times. I, I would love to be in the film. The film room tomorrow to kind of break down and see. He was wide open wide a few open. times. I'm like throw it the ball. What were you complaining about during the break? Uh, what was about I, being sold and, and not being diet, sold. Diet. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. Hold on a second. Uh, we got to get to the college. No. <laughs> there's no Diet Mountain Dew in the stadium. I mean, Pepsi's the official provider yeah. of the the Pirates, right? You, There's no Diet Mountain Dew? Come on now. That's my go-to. If, if I'm drinking Pepsi, that's what I'm going to. Especially when they're not throwing the ball to Shane Calhoun. That's right. I need a Diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> and you hadn't either. Man. All right. And then I was getting wet and just... <laughs> got to appease the weave. <laughs> 317-1250. New segment, appease the weave. Appease the weave. David. That's a good... Captain Jack, hang on. Kenny, hang on. Zach's up and done. Hey, Zach. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, just want to say I hope you guys get home safe tonight with all the rain in Greenville. Um, before I start my call, I just want to say I appreciate Shirley clarifying between Sam Houston and the normal Houston. <laughs> I, uh, I noticed that, too. Good job. Yeah. That was awesome. I think I've, got, I've never heard that one. Uh, I'll start using that one. <laughs> the normal Houston. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Have you seen As opposed to Mike Houston. <laughs> have you seen Dana Hogerson? He is abnormal Houston. But anyway, go ahead. All sorts of Houstons out there these days. 
And uh, so, uh, oh yeah, Houston Aylers, according to the uh, oh, announcers yeah. tonight. That's right, Houston our Aylers. former quarterback, Houston Aylers. All right, good. Just finding out new stuff. Hey, uh, shout out to the volleyball girls for also uh, pitching a shutout. Uh, good luck tomorrow. Um, uh, let's see. Positive note, uh, regardless of the opponent and uh, and how it went down, the fact that we pitched a shutout uh, in football regardless again of opponent is uh is a great accomplishment first time in 23 years great job blake i think it kind of shows you even though we had a few three and outs tonight um you know it just shows you that if you give that defense a breather uh it's going to help out um that being said on the other side of the ball i really wasn't overly impressed with the uh with the offense there was two drives that were like okay we got a football team going and then they just immediately regressed um you know, and again, we took it. We took advantage of uh, of the mistakes from Gardner Webb. Uh, what was it? Five fumbles. Um, that's just absurd. Uh, I know it's been tough to be an East Carolina fan this year, but I would be out of my mind if I was a Gardner Webb fan tonight. Uh, Seven fumbles, five recovered by the Pirates. I don't know if I've ever seen that from a from an opponent. Um, so again, we were the we were finally on the good side of that, um, and uh, our quarterbacks just didn't look overly impressive um we only had a total of 360 yards uh which you know a lot of that had to do with the fact that we were put in a short field uh to score you know we were deep in plus territory so that always helps but even whenever we had long drives uh there just wasn't it wasn't like anybody was lighting it up um so uh you know lots to come back and and work on still Uh, you hate to say that four games into the season um Still, so still a lot of question marks at quarterback, but we ne- we definitely needed that. So you guys have fun tonight. Um, go Pirates, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Zach. Zach and Don on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show, 317-1250. That opens up a line. We go to Kenny and Blunt's Creek next. I know Kenny's been waiting on a W. What's up, Kenny? Hey, guys. Uh, just glad to get that win. And uh... All right, good call. Glad to get the win. So are we. Kenny, call us back. Kenny's deep in Blunt's Creek somewhere and (laughs) lost us. He's in a boat, a John boat. All right, Kenny, call us back. Let's go to uh, Captain Jack, Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Hello, Jack. Hey, fellas, I'm going to keep it brief. We're back. We're going nine and three. Roll Pirates. Here we go, Jason. <laughs> Boy, I, I like how these fans, they done, they done turned the switch, haven't they? What have you done for me lately? <laughs> you, notice, you notice how ECU fans Ooh. will jump off the Green Street Bridge and somehow miraculously not hit the water, but halfway down, come reverse back. and come on back up, and we're 9-3? and three. Listen, I'm Isn't noticing that, crazy that how tonight. That works? I am noticing that tonight. <laughs> Pirates are all the way back. All the way back. We're 9-3, and three, he said. Yep. <laughs> And uh, going to a big bowl and all big that. Bowl game. I feel yes. it. Yes. All right. Uh, 317-1250, Shirley answering calls and getting to David in Farmville, I believe. Hello, David. Hey. Hey, guys. Uh, just just wanted to comment and say that um, uh, really happy with the win. I uh, thought the guys played well. Um, any, anytime you hold an opponent to zero points, um, that's impressive. So uh, they did what they had to do. Uh, they got the win against a lesser opponent. Uh, they smacked them around pretty good. Uh, glad to see three quarterbacks get in and play. Uh, all three uh, resulted in touchdowns. Uh, also, a big shout-out for uh, Edmonds, uh, the kid from Havelock, uh, who finally got in, had two touchdowns. Um, uh, just happy they're building momentum. Uh, take it to Rice and uh, find some more wins. 
that's uh man i I put out a little plan to get us out of this hole it was a very short plan all you got to do is beat gardner webb part one complete beat rice is the next on the list because what does that do that sets up thursday night espn east carolina smu for a chance to get to 2-0 in conference and get back to 500 so step one complete i still need to see more i still need to see a win over fbs team and we could do that next week yeah that'd be good All right, 317-1250. Shirley working the octopus arms here. You want to go to break, Shirley? Let's do that. So we got calls lined up once again. 317-1250 on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. We got a Notre Dame touchdown. Got a ball game. 10-6 PAT pending. We'll keep you up to date on that and all the games going on across the country. A lot more to go. U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. We're going to enjoy some wings over Greenville during the break and be back with you after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. All right, back with you. U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Call-In Show. Marvin Harrison Jr. catching passes to make us all feel old. Watching uh, him when we watched his uh, father all those years ago. Yes, indeed. 317-1250 has uh, some stats on the UBE stat sheet rolling in. And uh, one really pretty one is the first shutout for the Pirates since 2000, since uh, September 2nd of 2000 against Duke. 38 nothing was that score. 44 to nothing tonight. East Carolina's defense getting it done. All right, 317-1250. David, be pays. Hang on. Let's go to Malone in Jacksonville. Hello, Malone. Malone has left us all alone. <laughs> all right, let's try Pace. Up next in Raleigh. Hey, Pace. I know you don't want to talk about Jeter. But the kid got some posture back there. He looked good, so I'm just saying that. Well, you can talk, <laughs> how do you know? You can talk about him uh, all you want, but how, how do you know he looked good? He came in with Pays what, loves a shiny left. new toy at quarterback. That, <laughs> that's game, B Pays' thing. The, <laughs> come on, B Pays. Oh my! You God. can't he tell. 19, oh, he looked like a 1993 Marcus Crandall back there <laughs> <laughs> with the limp and all. <laughs> Oh, whoa, I'm too just, soon. Just, too it, soon. It has to be 94, 94. Oh, I was talking 94. about now. <laughs> oh, oh, oh like, right yeah, now. no, no, no. I was talking about now. <laughs> limping out. That's oh, fair. man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, I limp, I limp when I get out of bed. <laughs> so I know. You know who else looked good tonight, by the way? I thought Mason Garcia looked good, getting the ball out quick, hitting his receivers. He did. I did. Too. Go ahead, be patient. good. You said what now? Billy. Billy, we were trying to do his best Bart Scott impersonation right there. Throwing, throwing a little uh, ankle, a uh, little uh, somebody hurt uh, joke there, but it's all good. No, come on now. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I thought I thought it made it really good, too. I think, you know, he he's going to have to play to get more comfortable. There's no doubt about that. I still like for him to let him sling it one time. Just, you know, <laughs> just a, a nice play action, thir- you know, 40-yard pass one time. I'd like, I'd like, you know, just you know, I don't know, but I, I did, I did think he looked, uh, he looked a lot more, a lot more comfortable back there. I agree with you, Cliff Rice. I said we got to get the next three, and Rice, SMU, Charlotte. That will put us at four. 
I mean, you, you're you're asking for a lot. I mean, I'd be super pumped if we could do that pace. <laughs> I want Rice and Charlotte. I mean, if we beat SMU along the way, we're I'm dancing in here, man. No doubt. Because I think if we get, I think if we can get those three and four, then we get Tulsa. And we got to steal one FAU, Tulane, or Navy, or who's my best UTSA. UTSA without I don't, I don't think that quarterback played again today. They're, they're they're looking really bad. I don't think they're going to be as good as people think they are. They got I think they got blown out today. Um, but yeah, so but good win. It's always good to get always good to get a win. But I'm just telling you, Jeter looked good back then. All right, <laughs> we're on Jeter watch. <laughs> All right, all right, Pace. Pace I hope you see him another four games, man. There I hope you, you can see him. Here, here's the official line on Jeter: one of two for yeah, one yard right and early. an average of zero point five yards. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. he led him to a touchdown. I, so I didn't realize that he was. I thought he was shorter than he was. I didn't realize he was six. He grew six. three inches this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a big one. He kind of, he kind of has like, that body type of like, old Randall Cunningham. Remember? What yeah. are y'all talking? Yeah, Can y'all man. calm down? I'm just, just I'm saying his body type. type. I didn't say his play. Come saying. on, Cliff. He's been compared to Marcus Crandall, <laughs> Randall Cunningham. He's one. <laughs> you know, he, he kind of looked like uh, kind of looked like Joe Montana in one of those throws. Like, All right, Pace. Oh, love it. All right, y'all be good. Bye. All right, you too, I love, too, how we've gone from, I don't know if we can win a game this year, to now doing our win pass to a bowl game. <laughs> I'm going to win the next three. Wrap it out, man. You got to see it. It's, it's like division board. You got to put it up here, man. One week at a time. <laughs> 317-1250. David's up in Greenville. Hey, David. Hey, what's up, guys? First-time caller, two-year listener. I just want to get your thoughts on uh, – how Alex Flynn played tonight, I mean, I feel like, in my opinion, he played kind of just flat um, towards the end of the second quarter. And then just watching Mason Garcia really develop and be able to stay calm in the pocket and making some smart moves in this pass was pretty good. Um, so what do you guys think about that? And also, can't wait for sold-out night against the in the Boneyard against SMU on the 12th. Go Pirates. All right. Thanks for the call, and thanks for tuning in. Um, on Mason, credit to, uh, to Donnie and what they were doing. It was quick throws. He was getting it out quick, looked confident. Uh, Flynn, it was almost like, uh, I don't want to say you didn't need him, but this was kind of a run-the-ball, man-up type of game in the trenches. But what did you guys see from uh, Flynn when he was playing quarterback? I mean, we took it, I believe we took advantage of the situation, which was we had short field position, um, ran the ball very well for the most part, and uh, I think he did enough to – you know, to kind of get us in scoring position and all those things, and then finish. And so you gotta, you gotta, uh, you know, you gotta give him some props for that and uh, and managing the game. Um, he did. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm not gonna go there <laughs> because I'm not sure. Uh, he, he looked a little banged up. Is all I'm gonna. Right. Say. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, don't yeah, know yeah, why he was out, but right. we're speculating it was precautionary uh, yeah. deal so and, and, you know in a situation like that too it doesn't even have to be an injury it doesn't have to be even if he's just like i'm a little sore why take him out why? and you didn't you don't, need, you don't him. need him and you, you want to see You're garcia grow absolutely. and jeter come in so, so. It, it could have been something like that it could have been something like you know just a little soreness or something like that. it could have been anything well, well and that's, it could have been part of what we, we talked about using mason maybe a little bit more today too because of weather conditions right so being able to yeah, bring him in a mason game two run stuff i loved when they put him in on the quarterback sneak mm-hmm. you know you're down when you when you're inside the three yard line and you got a quarterback like mason garcia i mean absolutely Run. because that's another 
dimension that adds that Alex really doesn't give you yeah. in that short field. You get a hat for a hat. That's right. A and hat, thing, absolutely. The thing about it is that uh, teams got to now prepare for those kind of things, man. Yeah. And you're taking time away, right, from other things from as far the as main, preparation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm seeing comparisons in the chat, Jeter, to Dominique Davis. Guys, if y'all don't quit, <laughs> I'm cutting your chat privileges. Just we kidding. We're going to run you all night. Uh, hey, look, let's have fun. We want a game. Have fun. Uh, yeah, Go ahead. Yes. Go crazy. All right, 317-1250. Chip's up in Farmville. Hey, Chip. Hey, guys. What's going on, man? What's up? What's up? Look, uh, first off, I want to talk about uh, watched uh, Crandall play. When he played in the – I didn't watch him. I was a kid, but uh, – when I was from Bethel, he played Roanoke. Did he play Roanoke, right? That's right. Okay, well, I followed you. You know, kind of heard about you from then. And then when you broke your leg, was it against uh, UCF? Is that right? It was. I wrote a letter to you the next week, man. And I don't know if you wrote it or if it was just one of those things, man. But you made my day. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's awesome. I started crying when you broke your leg, man. I was like, damn. And my mom was like, you know, I wrote him a letter. And somebody gave me like a free line. But, man, I just remember that. still remember that however long ago it was, man. And, uh, you know glad that you're up here talking with us but look man i wanted to ask you guys if it was the same for y'all as it was for me and i and i'd never played i played baseball some college and stuff but dude fans are unbelievably crazy i was standing in the bathroom line and this guy was drinking a dr pepper he wasn't slurring his words and he straight up told me that ecu should be ashamed to be only up 23 to nothing over a team that's no better than any three or four teams across the state of north carolina high school football teams and that, uh, if we didn't, if, if we shouldn't be happy, and he's like, you shouldn't be happy about one thing about that. that nothing looked good, and I was like, so I was first off, I was like, man, are you all right? And he said, uh, yeah, you know, I just did this and that, and Coach Houston's not the guy. But like, did y'all hear a lot of that crap back when y'all were playing, or is it just with social media? But this guy, like, actually was like, I was about to get him like turn him into a medic tent because I thought he was freaking like losing his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing is we didn't have to hear it because it wasn't any social media. Uh, the best they could do is print it in a newspaper. <laughs> so right. you got to choose. You chose whether or not you picked it up. And, and let me just say this: there, there, there was probably more in that Dr. Pepper than meets the eye. <laughs> because if you've been around any East Carolina tailgating or any East Carolina bathrooms underneath the stands, there's more for quite, Dr. Pepper. Yeah, there, somebody had a little mini bottle stuck in that Dr. Pepper, so <laughs> that could have been it. Just one? <laughs> oh no, it was. Well, it and was, I was there was about that much Dr. Pepper in it. <laughs> the rest of it was, and the line was only fourteen. Oh, it's not man. like he had ECU minus thirty-two, and he was mad about that like yep. they were covering the spread right, i don't right. know what the guy was mad about so. <laughs> guy didn't slur any words he didn't smell of alcohol I, i've been around enough drinkers in my life to like really start worrying about this guy and if he's listening tonight man like uh i pray for him <laughs> <laughs> that's all you can do there you go. that's right Dude, absolutely always do that anyway <laughs> all right um, anyway y'all guys uh glad y'all are up here man and i uh, look forward to hearing y'all for the rest of the year Bye-bye. all right thank you chip and uh if it was somebody wrote that guy back, it probably was you, Marcus. Yeah, that, that, that's probably cool. was. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. That's a great story. All right, 317-1250. Malone is back. You can't hold him down. Hello, Malone in Jacksonville. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. I told you guys two weeks ago we were coming back, baby. Two weeks ago? Well, I guess you didn't call last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... I my phone was down last week, but I told you two weeks ago we were coming back, baby, and we're back. Right? We're back. <laughs> we, we didn't get a lot of those phone calls two weeks ago. I promise you. We're back, Malone, all the way back. Oh man. Um, I got I got to go. What uh, with the guy Chip, I think he said, uh, "We're back, baby." Uh, I think that's Chip. He 
got fired for <laughs> but Chip was right. All right. There All right. Go. We're back. Post-game Malone. Nine, nine and three. <laughs> we are back. Nine and three. Nine and three. Here we come, baby. Here we come. <laughs> we coming. <laughs> All right, Malone. I guess call us on our next win and say, I told y'all we're coming back. Thank you, man. All right. Good call. Great call. <laughs> awesome. All right. 317-1250. He had some in his daughter, Pepper. Yes, sir. Cameron, Josh, Jeremy, we're going to get to you next. Big play by the Irish. As they are moving it a little bit down the field, still a ways to go, but they trail 10-7 to to the Buckeyes of Ohio State. Fourth quarter, we'll keep an eye on that and more. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. Uh, let's got? see. John, he reminded me of Jeff Blake. <laughs> oh, come on. Chad, he was like Jeff Blake combined with Shane Carden. Jeff Blake was six ask feet the, tall. Ask those guys how old they are. Jeter just reminds the me of Tom Brady. Yeah, just enough. Yeah. <laughs> Jeter equals James Pinkney. They're just trolling me right now. It's awesome. All right, three one seven. He kind of has that James Pinkney body up, type. <laughs> I, he, he does. I love Jack. James Pinkney. Oh, I know. Me one too. of the most underrated quarterbacks we ever Absolutely. had. Absolutely. Uh, Ryan says Jeter equals Cam Newton plus Snoop Dogg. Right. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Back with you after this. Oh, boy. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call in show. Here's Clip Brock. Now, with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes. Well, Arkansas almost tied it. Uh, they threw a 34-yard touchdown pass, but it got called back for holding. So, LSU leading Arkansas 31-24 with less than seven minutes to go in the game. Georgia Tech hands Wake Forest their first loss of the season as they beat uh, the Demon Deacons 30-16. to and games going on right now, Florida is leading Charlotte 19-7. It's Penn State 24, Iowa nothing in the third quarter. Ohio State leading Notre Dame 10-7. It is Texas 38, Baylor 6, Georgia uh, beating up on UAB 42-14 in the third quarter. And at the half, North Carolina leads Pittsburgh 28 17. And that is a look at your Buccaneer Music Hall School Board brought to you by The Buck. The Buck has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday you can kick off the day uh, with at The Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a single game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway that starts at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at Buck. Now let's head back in to the U.S. Cellular Come fifth on. quarter post-game call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. All right. I don't know if Drake Mays in any Heisman discussion still, but he just threw a left-handed uh, touchdown pass while being harassed by two defenders. So. I bet Raheem Jeter could throw a left-handed pass. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. All right. 317-1250. Cameron, Josh, hang on. Let's go to Jeremy in New York City. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Cliff. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Doing great, man. First of all, I feel it's my duty because I went to school with Bryce, so I wanted to call and send you guys a thank you for dealing with that man. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I know he is now. What was he like back then? Well, I don't even want to know. Just get on with your call. Yeah. We'll, talk, we'll talk about that off the air. Yeah. We'll talk about that off the air. But anyway, I feel like we, if you ever followed the show Entourage, Johnny Drama, 
Bryce was our Johnny drama. <laughs> Victory! <laughs> <laughs> so nonetheless, uh, two quick questions. Now I'm going to let you guys talk. Uh, uh, first time, again, long time listener, first time caller. Uh, number one, uh, as far as when we beat uh, a team like this, so I guess I'm, I'm curious, the separation between FCS and FBS, what you guys feel about that. Like I, as an outsider, we, we should be winning like we did tonight against teams like this, but I don't know how far the gap is, and I would love to hear you guys' opinion. Number two, this is kind of directed toward Marcus, I guess, uh, since he's obviously been on the field. Marcus, when it comes to, um, I know a lot of us are upset about, like, you know, when we say East Carolina's play calling looks vanilla and slow, and, and that's the offensive coordinator. How much of that actually does fall on Donnie, and how much of that actually falls on execution? And again, just kind of curious how that goes. Uh, as always, happy to have a victory no matter what. Love to hear you guys talk about it. Thanks so much for taking my call. I'm going to hang up and listen to you rock on to you guys at homecoming. All right, Jeremy. Thanks, man. Uh, Okay, let's go number one. So Gardner-Webb FBS. We have taken on a James Madison FBS team. And y'all were – you and uh, Jason were really on this during the game that – you said uh, Gardner Webb looks small. Yep, that reminded me of playing James Madison, where they looked big, bigger right. than us almost. Yep. And then A and T that came in here and beat us. I don't remember them being very big or they anything. Weren't. So, and Jason used the word levels. That was that was There's, just a bad ECU team. Yeah, there are levels to FBS, yeah. just uh, FCS, just like FBS. Now this team was receiving votes last Friday, basically before they lost last Saturday. So they're looked at as a pretty good FCS team, right? So the line was 14. We thought that line was a little high. We were nervous before this game. So what the Pirates did today should be commended, I think, because this is not a North Dakota State FCS, or, uh, but a pretty good, we think, FCS team. I'll let you guys speak on it. But uh, to answer his question, I, I was pretty – I was impressed by what the Pirates did tonight to this team. I was too. You know, I think when you talk about FCS level, you know, the difference in – FCS and FBS is from your first string to your second string, your starters to your guys behind, because there are a lot of teams on the FCS level that have pretty good starters. They have pretty good frontline guys, but then once you get down into the depth chart, that's where they really fall off. And I think with the FCS level, it's very, it's very top heavy. You have your, you know, your South or was it North, North Dakota, North Dakota State, State? All the Dakotas are Yeah, good. yeah. And your James Madison's App State when they were, you know, an FCS team. So you have those top level teams that can compete with your FBS teams. But then from then on down, I think it's, it's tough. But like, you know, like Clip was saying, I, I expected a little bit more from Gardner Webb, who was receiving votes in the FCS level. Um, so I, I think it's a big win for East Carolina because they showed that, look, this is where we're supposed to be in the pecking order. And the one thing, the huge thing that I got from this game is that never during the game had I ever said to myself, oh, no, here we go. Mm-hmm. With the penalties, with the turnovers, with even with some of the drop balls, there were still a few of those, you know, rain had a lot to do with that. But never at any point in the game did I say, oh, here we go again. I felt like it was in hand from the beginning. Yeah. We, we dominated yeah. like what we should do, and they did a great job of that today. Um, like you say, it is a difference between FCS and FBS. It's actually 22, because yeah. they got 22 less scholarships than what we do on this level. So the depth does become a little bit of a issue um, on that level because they have to break up scholarships down there too in order to get enough guys on the roster. So, um, but, you know, the Pirates played well. I mean, like you said, there was never any panic. 
today. Um, those guys went out there, played well, and I'm, I'm happy for them. And, and just to kind of a ripple effect of, you know, not having the depth, um, from a defensive standpoint, it takes a toll because now you got those guys that they're going to be – they did a good job of uh, rotating in and out, but um, – Again, when you go from one to the next, it's, it's different. And then where you see the most, um, I guess, uh, lack of, you know, the ability. And uh, you, you see those guys, they don't make the plays that the, B, uh, the FBS yeah. guys yeah. make a, a lot of the time. And uh, I think we broke a lot of uh, plays from behind the line of scrimmage today uh, as far as being tackled uh, for losses where, you know, we were getting tackled for loss a couple of weeks ago and, or last weekend, week before. And we broke a, broke those tackles tonight, and so um, I think that's that's where another difference is. And real quick, we got to get back to the calls. I did not jot down number two. Something to do with execution versus play call. Yeah. Execution. It's um, I mean whether it's Donnie or whoever. I, I think it's um, you know as a team offensive unit. Um, it, it's 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 just what we talked about preseason. You know before the season, uh, it, it's the offense is going to take a long time for it to gel. Offensive line is going to take a long time for it to gel because they actually switched up some uh, some of the offensive line today, and so yeah. when you do those things, it, uh, it makes a huge difference. And so uh, when you and then to add on the top of that, uh, when you got the guys that have you know they weren't making the plays on the on the in the receiving core as far as dropping balls and things like that. It, it, it takes a toll on the quarterback, right, as far as the confidence level uh, and, and everybody, yeah. running backs, offensive line, everybody. Breaks you up see, the rhythm, see, too. Yes, absolutely. And so you see those things happening, and uh, it just takes a toll, and it's, it's, it's a ripple effect. And so I, we didn't see that today. I think we had a good rhythm overall. We took advantage of the field position. Um, even Mason came in and had some good rhythm to the offense and uh, got the ball out quickly. Used his legs as well, so a lot of different things as far as um, utilizing the offense and running the offense. And first time we've seen this in a while, guys, a little locker room celebration. Oh, nice. I mean, I forgot all about those. A beautiful thing to see, we with the players dancing and having oh, yeah. fun. And feel good for them. They've been working their tails off Javius? and not getting Bob? the results. And uh, just good to see some smiles in there. Oh, that's nice. No, that's all right, three one seven twelve fifty. Josh is up next in Winterville. Hey, Josh. How's it going, buddy? Good. How are you? <laughs> you sound like you're on a ransom call. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to reach out. I, honestly, because of all these uh, comparisons to great quarterbacks <laughs> no. for the Pirates, I feel like Jeter could be related more to Gordon Mitchell. Oh, we, we said that we was coming. Break. Yeah. We said that was coming. <laughs> Wait, somebody brought up Minshew and Marcus, <laughs> the most serious out of all of us, said, you know. You know, I think he favors. <laughs> he favors uh, Jeter. Jeter, Jeter yeah. yeah. Are you being serious, though, Josh? What makes you say that, Josh? I want to know what's the comparison there. I love the comparison. Minshew, he sat behind. He sat behind good talent, and obviously the quarterbacks ahead of him got more opportunities than he did because of the longevity for them being with the university and then on top of their talent level. So, was Minshew not a good quarterback? Hell, he's a great quarterback. We all see that now, right? But did he deserve opportunities with us? I don't think so. I think the coach, coaches made the decisions they needed to make at the time for the university. Uh-oh. Does that mean he's a bad quarterback? No. 
like you, I don't know that he will ever get the opportunity to make what I, this is, for him to be. So it has nothing to do with like his mechanics, his size, his arm strength, or anything like that. You're just saying strictly where he sits yeah. at on the depth chart. No, man. man, can't you see? It's the mustache. <laughs> oh, okay. I missed that part. <laughs> no. my, TV was, my TV was a little fuzzy. That's also his fourth game ever as a true <laughs> freshman. I don't know if we can talk about opportunities yeah. yet at the moment. I think COVID, COVID messed Peter up again in his position. I would love to see him again, but I hope right. you, I hope you get to see him at least three more times. Yeah, yeah. Well, really, I hope it's nine. But all right, anything else, Josh? That's it, buddies. Y'all have a good one. We'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. Hey, there is Josh in Winterville. Three one seven twelve fifty. Cameron's up in Charlotte next. Hey, Cameron. Hey guys. Uh, um, I won't even talk so much about the game. Good win. I just want to say. Uh, the first three games we played, we were underdogs. And looking at those teams we played, uh, Marshall dominated Virginia Tech today, almost blew it, though. And then App State beat Wyoming today. We were really unlucky, I would say, in terms of the strength of schedule for non-conference compared to how much talent we lost on offense. Uh, so we were unlucky in that aspect. So getting a dominant win today, uh, it really kind of helps, I think, that the offense's ability and just the confidence level. So... I'm curious, I'm going to ask you all a question. Uh, going into the game against Rice, that's a huge game, especially if JT Daniels is going to be out. That could be the turning point in the season. I would love to hear you all's thoughts looking at the remaining ECU schedule. Uh, what games do you think we you would give us over a 50% chance to win? Um, and then I'll leave it at that. Um, and then the game against Rice, come out, guys, I think that's going to be the biggest game of the season. It could be the turning point of the season. And as always, go Pirates. All right, quickly, I can do it off the top of my head. Over 50% chance of winning. I've got Charlotte, 50, 55%, and Tulsa right now, 52%. Those are my two over 50%. Would anybody like uh, to say another one? We got at Rice versus SMU versus Charlotte, at UTSA versus Tulane, at FAU, at Navy versus Tulsa. Well, that UTSA becomes a, a game, <clears throat> like people were saying earlier, you know, that quarterback being out, that that, that changes your whole dynamic um, of your offense. So that could be a 50 Frank Harris uh, has been banged up this year and came into it as one of the, the guys to watch. Yeah. Um, any other games you think? No, those yeah. are the ones that stand out to me as well. Not, I'm not saying those are the only ones we have a chance to win. You said <laughs> no, over 50% yeah. chance to win. We've yeah. got – I still need to see more – I need to see us how we look against Rice. Let me week. let me tell you what I I didn't see anything today that I said okay you know like one of the callers said earlier we're going to go nine and three. No, there's no. you know I, there's the jury is still out. Again, and, they could have won a hundred to nothing today. Right, and, I still, and we had talked about that in the in the, in the, in pre-game. the pregame show. If they you know if they had won by seven, then we'd all be questioned saying what well, this team is not very good. Um, but even winning forty four to nothing, you're still like okay well. You know, we're good. Uh, we're better than the FCS. Right. We know that. Right. We learned that today. But what else did we learn? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, what are we doing, Charlie? Take a break. All right. Brian, Zach, Terry, hang on. We have an open line. 317-1250. The Buckeyes are driving. We'll let you know if they score when we return. Uh, Buckeye, Buckeye, 14 Buckeye, to Buckeye, 10. Buckeye. 518 left to go. Third and one in striking distance. Come Back on, with Irish. more after this. Come on, Irish.
You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. Back with you. Slacking off. Been waiting here the whole break. You know, you get a win, and Clip wants to slack off. Don't talk with your mouthful. <laughs> 317-1250. Brooks, Brian, Zach, hang Got on. A dessert over there. Uh, yeah, cinnamon roll. Cinnamon roll, oh, man. Uh, Terry is up in Winterville. And, and, what I got? Diet, Diet Mountain. Mountain. Billy's happy now. Uh, Terry, how you doing, man? <laughs> Terry, you there? Hey, Clip. Hey, man, what's up? Can you hear me? I got you loud and clear. Uh, sounds good. Hey, Glenn, how you doing? Um, see, what I wanted to say was, hell of a game, happy for the win. Um, go Braves, go skin. Um, but what I have to say is, if Mason didn't play behind that Conley boy, Holton, maybe, just maybe, he would be worth it. Oh, man. Just, uh... Gotta go there. Yeah. Braves skins fan. Seriously? He was good with the Braves. I like yeah. the Braves. Oh, for crying out loud. Man. That was the issue. Was All the right. Issue. Let's <laughs> go to uh, Zach in Wilmington next. Hey, Zach. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Don't cuss. <laughs> nah, I just have two questions. Right. One, do you guys believe that the quarterback controversy is over? And two, what in the world happened to Marlon Gunn? Like, did he even get on the field today? Marlon Gunn and I, look, they are hush-hush about all injuries. Uh, we learned very shortly before kickoff that he was out today. So I don't know what the injury was or is, but that is an injury deal as far as I know, uh, Zach. Um, what exactly it is, I don't know. Uh, his other question was, has the quarterback – has it been settled? I don't. I mean, I don't think so. I think I it. I think it made it a little bit more interesting. Now. I do too. Unfortunately, just I think at this point they're probably saying whoever practices better, you know, you get to start. Flynn started and Flynn, and we got the win, so I would say he starts next week. But here's what I want to see. I talked about it pregame. Flynn is your starter. Fine. Let's see the Mason packages. Let's yeah. get him a few plays yeah. on short yardage situations, and and let's go from there. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's been settled. And see, I don't mind having a two-quarterback system in that regard where you have a guy that comes in in Mason Garcia's situation where the defense knows, okay, when this guy comes in, this is what he does best. But to Jason's point, that's a hat on a hat. Then you got to go make a play. You can't take one guy out. You can't double-team one guy. It's a hat on a hat. So I think that's advantage ECU in that situation. And I like that pack having a package in there for Mason. All right, Zach, anything else? No. That's it. Go Pirates. All right, man. There is Zach in Wilmington, 317-1250. Brian is up in Raleigh. Hey, Brian. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Nice to get a W tonight. Hey, the only name I haven't heard for uh, a cheater tonight is Dan Gonzalez. (laughs) Another great Pirates quarterback. Yeah. Danny G. Yeah. But three, like 215, 220, right? All right, all right, I see it. Yeah. Right, maybe. Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. <laughs> Danny G. Why not drop another one in? It's coming. Uh, Somebody's gonna say it. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, nice, nice to get a win. Um, nice to get a win. Uh, personally, still concerned, like everyone else, about the quarterback situation. It was great to see Flynn hit one down the field, a pass in the air over twenty yards. 
uh, for a completion early in the game. I think that's the only pass we saw go in the air for more than 20 yards. So, you know, I, I still think teams are going to press the box and dare these guys to throw the ball down the field. Uh, to me, they still haven't proven that they can do that. My question might be for the fellas tonight is, do we not see any of that later in the game? Because we didn't have to. Uh, they were, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's where I was I, going. That's where I, I was going to go too. There was, was no need for that, yeah. it, and we want to see it because we haven't seen it. Yeah, and it'd be nice to practice it during a game. I, right. I'm with you. Right. I agree. But Mike Houston, I think, was like, "Hey, we don't need it. We're not, you know." Well, and, and even later in the game, with some of those turnovers when they were up, you know, they were up 23, you know, 25 points, you know, with a quick change, you know, take a shot, get a one on one. Yeah. yeah, but you know, know what? One of one of the things that I wanted to see from my from our quarterbacks was the getting rid of the mistakes. There were no mistakes. There were no uh, turnovers as far you know, no interceptions, no big turnovers by either of the quarterbacks. So I think playing that game as far as you know, putting the quarterbacks in good situations, not to turn the ball over. You know, I understand on a quick change like that, maybe testing the waters deep or something, but. Uh, it it just didn't seem like it, it was needed tonight, yeah. especially when you're working with a short field and you're you pretty much dominating the line of scrimmage. It was a want versus a need. I want to see it too, uh, Brian, but uh, Mike Houston said we didn't need it, so we didn't do it. Yeah, so. I one one other thing, can I just say as well? I thought you know, and, and I'm in Raleigh, and so I, I saw the pictures from in town today and the commuter lots and all that stuff that floods is, was full of water as per usual, but the field was in wonderful condition from what it seemed like on television. There was no standing water anywhere on the field. They really seemed to have done a great job with all the water to get the field ready to play. Um, and and so hats off to the, the support crew and the ground crew to make the field ready to play you know, through the yeah. weather that they have. Those folks did a real great job today. 100%. And uh, I wimped out and didn't go to the game. Jason did. Billy did for a little while. And uh, I heard Kamo talking about this on the radio, too. Uh, shout out to the students again. Great uh, boneyard tonight, right, guys? Oh, yeah. It was good. I-, I thought overall the stadium, you know, for the situation when you're an 0-3 team uh, and, you know, a lot of questions, of course, you're playing, a you know, an FCS opponent and the weather being – it was the perfect storm for people and the perfect excuse where nobody – could say to you why weren't you at the game I, you i get it hard to travel there some roads were closed all that still there was still a decent crowd there for that situation i, I didn't make it to the game oh okay my apologies <laughs> i just Stole, uh, gave him a badge of honor he didn't deserve <laughs> let me rip that back from you all right uh thank you brian for the call yeah i'm good thanks fellas go pirates let's go get another one all right there you go 317-1250 let's go up to new york and talk to brooks hey brooks Hey guys, good to talk to you after a win. Really exciting. Hopefully, there's a lot more this season. You know, you guys were just talking about the uh, driving conditions around Greenville with the uh, hurricane, everything like that. My parents were sending me pictures on their way in uh, to Greenville with all the signs like road closed, and they had to detour around Greenville for almost like an hour once they got inside Pitt County just to make it to the stadium, and then. Finally, they were able to brave the elements and sit in the Town Bank Tower and stay dry for the entire length of the game. So big props to them uh, on that situation. Wanted to get your thoughts on the 
uh, play calling in the first half. Cliff, I don't know if you saw the tweet that I tagged you in, but unofficially, I had some notes up in New York. It said on first down uh, in 10 or first and goal, ECU passed the ball 10 times and ran the ball nine times tonight uh, on those first down selections. It seemed like in the first three games, we had really only been running the ball exclusively on first down, and I know that was a big critique of uh, DK last week and the uh, couple weeks beforehand, but just wanted to get your guys' quick thoughts on that, and I had one more thing after you guys. Well, they've been balanced this year, and I counted it last week, nine runs on 23 first and 10 calls. But the, it worked tonight, right? What they were doing, they had a lot more second and sixes, Marcus, which we talked about before the show, right? That they were winning first down a lot more than they did in previous games, no yeah. matter what they were calling. Yeah, those are the um, the areas where you want to live in, right there, in regards to second and six, second and four, um, much more manageable down the distance. Yeah, I, I put that in my notes. I was like, great second drive um, where they mixed up the play calls and – uh, you know, really got in a rhythm in that drive, and I thought that was a great job of mixing it up and making the defense play defense. Well, you know, it, it helped not having the penalties, too. You had five yeah. for mm-hmm. 41 the entire game when you were almost averaging 100 yards in penalties, and we had talked about that before. When I wanted to see up-tempo and I wanted to see a good tempo on offense, you just can't do that when the flags are coming out every other play and you're backing up and you're moving forward and you're doing this and that and you just can't get into a rhythm. And I think on that drive, there weren't a whole lot of mistakes and that's the thing the the turnovers the mistakes the penalties and all that really disrupts the the flow of the game it does and i'm i'm sure those guys have been preaching that. oh yeah, you know, they, yeah. they've been harping on i it. mean even the player jeremy lewis when we talked to him this week was like yeah we've been paying for the penalties we we got to stop it because we're getting killed at practice here so we got to do something <laughs> different uh, not in those words but he basically said that and no, that's so, good yeah, that's good exactly. it is. It all is. right anything else brooks yeah, just real quick, wanted to give a shout-out to my uh, three-year college roommate, Ryan in Wilmington, starting a new job uh, next week. He's now Ryan in Charlotte, working with the uh, Tourism and the Visitors uh, Committee down in Charlotte. So big shout-out to Ryan starting a new job, and go Pirates as always. All right, Brooks. See you, buddy. There is Brooks in New York. 317-1250. We've got some open lines. We've got Ohio State about to get the ball down by four, so we will keep you up to date on that one as well. Oh, you want to get this one, Shirley? Um, Somebody named Hunk in Asheville. Uh, A little nervous about this one. uh, Hey, Hunk. Y'all ain't got to be Uh crying with Mike Houston, baby. We're looking way better than we was last week. And I, I ain't got a whole bunch to say. That defense looked awesome tonight. Well, good. All right, huh? Appreciate it, huh? I'm with you. They, they, hey, hey, flew around, baby. We're going to get this thing turned around. We're going we're gonna to finish this season strong. Everybody panicking. Need to calm down a little bit. Get, get them panties out of wad. Whether you're male or female, however you want to do it, get them out of wad. And let's let's buckle up and play ball, man. Not not a whole bunch to worry about and be complaining about. Fire me up, hunk. Let's go. Let's <laughs> get together, remain optimistic. And I and I'm gonna send this out for Trip Weaver to say because hey, you just you just go suck on a, a limit because you are awful. 
Was, Y'all keep going what y'all doing, baby. All right, all right Hunk. All right, Call Hunk. in again. Chuck on a lemon, huh? I'm always a little worried when I see a new name, especially a name like Hunk. But Hunk, you're welcome to call in again. You were you were a little skeptical of Cheezel at the beginning. I, I know, yeah. Well, wouldn't you turned, be? Yeah, Cheezel turned out to be good. If you met a guy and he said, hey, I'm Cheezel, wouldn't you worry about <laughs> Hey, I'm Hunk. I'm no, Hunk. you're not. What's your name? <laughs> I, I think I have a right to be Go worried Go by your that. government name. <laughs> Shirley, we'll start checking IDs at the door. All right, we're going to have a third and 10 for Ohio State. They are trying to – they need a touchdown. Field goal doesn't matter here. 118 left to go. So we'll keep you up to date on that. We'll take a timeout, come back. We'll enjoy some wings over Greenville during the break. By the way, beginning in October, about a week away, Wings Over Green will be open for lunch. Game changer right there, buddy. Uh, 758-WING, the number, if you want to get some wings on this late night Saturday night. All right, David is enjoying Billy, the forearm weaver. You can talk to Weave. By the way, Jason, check out Jason's biceps on the uh, on the. Camera. I was noticing that those are for real. Those uh, we, unlike <laughs> unlike my fake forearms, those those are real. Marcus, you need to get in that chair hey, so you can get buffed up oh, a little bit. Oh, I'm, good. <laughs> I'm good. All right, we'll take a timeout. Come back, have more for you after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. Now with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes. All right. Uh, LSU survives Arkansas in the Battle of the Boot as they uh, kick a 21-yard field goal with just a couple of seconds left in the game. They survive by a final of 34-31. Texas is beating up on Baylor right now. 38-6 is that score. Uh, Notre Dame has a 14-10 lead over Ohio State with 30 seconds left in the game. Ohio State driving down the field. North Carolina leading Pittsburgh 41-24 in the third quarter. It is Penn State all over Iowa 31-0. And this game is a final. Florida beats Charlotte by a final of 22-7. And that is a look at your Buccaneer Music Hall School Board brought to you by the Buck. The Buck has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. You can kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a game. They have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the uh, weekly jersey giveaway that starts at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. Here we go, folks. 22 seconds left. Going to be 2nd and 10, Ohio State. They are driving. They've hit some big four, uh, first downs on third downs, and I believe even a fourth down on this drive. Marvin Harrison just had a big catch. They got the ball at the 13. Second and 10. And we're going to have a pass. Is incomplete. No. No grounding either, I guess. No, because it was past the line of scrimmage. Third and 10 uh, now as Notre Mm. Dame just about had a sack. Do they have? They do have one timeout. Uh, But. They got the ball here. 317-1250 is the number. That should have been a face mask. It looked like it. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Jim Bob and Chocowinity next. We have a couple open lines. They're going to throw the flag. That's that's intentional Intentional grounding. I told you. He wasn't outside the tackle box. No. All right. Jim Bob. Oh, that's a big one. Can I go to Jim Bob, guys? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Jim Bob. Chocowinity. Hello, Jim Bob. 
What's up? I had a question for uh, Marcus Crandall. All right. So um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm trying not to get my years confused, but I believe when uh, Marcus was there, they faced West Virginia. Is that right? We did. We did play West Virginia. And I want to tell you, I was sitting in Section 18 when Pac-Man mm. was trying to pick you. Nah. Nah. Wouldn't have been Pac-Man. Now you're about eight or so years <laughs> off. Yeah. Pac-Man Jones, you're talking about? Now, they did have a, a, a heck of a corner. Um, Logan? Logan was the safety, and then there was another one. Mark Logan? Was that, what was his? What was Logan? Mike Logan was Mike the safety. Logan. Played for the Steelers. Well, I was sitting at Section 18. You were you were um, whipping it out to the right side, and that guy came up hard, and you were just whipping that ball there, just miffing him. He could not get it, and so I was very impressed with uh, the way you were stringing that ball out there. So, anyway, that's, that's all I want to say. All right. All right. Marcus had some heat on it. He, he did have some heat on him. <laughs> <laughs> that ball was humming. I had to learn to take them off. <laughs> it had fumes coming off of it. <laughs> Make your uh, mess up a finger, Jason, if you ain't careful. No, right? I, I, I never I, never did that. Galloway, he, I got Galloway the, our freshman year. Did you? Yeah, yeah, broke his finger. You know, Marcus looks a lot like Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> After that, I was like, oh, man, I, I got to I gotta keep my guy around. <laughs> He's got to be on the field. <laughs> so All right. I got to take something. Enough. Jim Bob, anything else, man? No, that's it. I just, I just wanted to say, hey, I remember that guy was breaking up on that ball, and he was just splintering it out there, <laughs> firing missiles. So, awesome. Anyway, well, good job, Marcus. Hey, I'm, I'm a time guy. Oh, all right. Thank you, Jim Bob. We are at the one it. yard line. Nine seconds left. Oh my God! This is just like the, uh, the chains. Got to move the chains. It's the Spike same it. side of the field as the Bush push too. Remember the uh, USC had it at Notre Dame. Oh, look at Bush that. pushed. Uh, on, yeah. Who was the quarterback then? Wow. Uh, not uh, Matt Leinart. Matt, Matt Leinart. Yeah. They're at the same exact spot, I feel like. Uh, what a throw. What a throw. What a catch. What was was Leonard numbers his six? Was he six? The Bush push. Uh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what? Paul's? Wait, I mean, what? It's a famous Reggie play. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie Bush push. <laughs> uh, you got to gotta throw it here. <laughs> <laughs> Who's calling? All right, we got a timeout. So let's go to Jack right. in Greenville. Hey, Jack. Hey, Cliff. How are we doing? Great, man. Hey, Jack here, resident, uh, well, probably one and only uh, Donnie supporter. Those uh, runs in the middle look, look pretty uh, fabulous today. I thought to myself. All right. Um, the Italian, Mason Garcia, also thought he looked really good. I really want to see some packages, um, as you were saying, used for him. Um, but really one important question. Are we going to use the Beatrice for the week? Are we going to use Beat Rice as Beatrice? As oh, I have seen that. It was like a billboard uh, hashtag beat rice, but it spells out Beatrice. Oh, yes. yes. So Beatrice. I say we got to go with Beatrice this week. <laughs> I, I think we should have a Beatrice scoreboard erected uh, with Mason Garcia, Raheem Jeter, kind of Star Wars trilogy on it. Okay. I guess, I guess Jeter can be Darth Vader. Flynn, Flynn might be Count Dooku or Yoda, but... Uh, our Hoenn could be Yoda at this point. 
Here we go. Second and goal, Jack. Incomplete. Three uh, seconds left to go in this it. one. Sorry. This is it. All right. Uh, yeah, do a mock-up. And we'll, uh, we'll get Beatrice and the whole – yeah, we'll get it done. I'll send every chain, man. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. There's Jack. Thank you for calling. Uh, let's take before we take a break. Let's wrap this game up here, folks, because uh, this is it. One yard this line. All right, what are we doing, coaches? What are we calling here? Shoot, got if you're Ohio State, that's what you're saying. Yeah, man, your best two point uh, play. Or they're in shotgun. Your best two point play. That would yeah. make sense. Yeah. I don't know. Do you do you run a draw right here would, and try up the middle? They're there gonna it is. Run it. Yeah, I told you. There it is. Oh man, touchdown. Yeah, he got it. As time expires, they're going wow, to Wow, look it. at that. Wow. Hey, He's in. There's... What a gutsy call there with yeah. three seconds. No oh, timeouts. Man. Sam Hartman yeah. looking on. Cannot believe it. They are going to look at it. Yeah. You know what that reminded me of, Jason? What's that? The Bush Bush. Push. Push. <laughs> push. push. All right, Shirley, take us the break. They are going to review it, y'all. He looked pretty in, didn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's definitely in. Well, I mean, oh, I feel for those guys. Gutsy, <laughs> gutsy call is. right there, buddy. That was. All right, 317-1250. We have open lines. We'll be back with more of your calls. U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. They're not going to show the review? Show the other angle? They're going to show it. Yeah, they they got to review. They just got to show all the celebration first. Uh, Ryan says Jeter is going to bush-push tonight. Ryan, you're you're banned forever. (laughs) You're banned forever. Back with you after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. Billy, the answer to the trivia question is Patrick Ramsey. Patrick Ramsey, that's it. That is the quarterback. Talking a little Tulane. One of Washington's 35 quarterbacks (laughs) in 10 years. Yeah, how could you not come up with his name? There's only a million to choose from. Yeah. What we got there, Jason? A block? Yeah, block punt. Yeah, that one went the wrong way. Pitt trying to make a little rally here. We're trying to find a good game. If you got one for us, let us know. Uh, classic in. Uh oh. Gives it right back. Gives it right back. God knows. Goodness. Quarterback drops it, then kicks it, then hands it to the defense. <laughs> oh, stood there and watched it. Go. I, be- yeah. I believe uh, their quarterback is the guy we were supposed to see in a bowl game, uh, Jerkovic. I think transferred from BC to Pitt. Right. If I'm not mistaken. Is that his name on the No, jersey? no. That's, oh, that's different guy? Yes, yeah, different guy. Maybe. Uh, like that is a different guy. Like, hey, what are you doing? All right. Uh, what? Folks, where are you? No calls. 317-1250. What are we doing out there? Uh, we can get to our Brown and Wood drive of the game. And guess what? We got options, guys. So let's, uh, let's think of your drive of the game. Brown and Wood serving the Pirate Nation in eastern North Carolina <laughs> since 1937. Brown and Wood, your number one dealership in Greenville. Brown and Wood on Greenville Boulevard in Greenville and online at brownandwoodauto.com. This is the first game we've had drives to choose from, yeah. gentlemen. So, uh, y'all got one in mind? I've got drive number two. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was thinking was the same good. thing. Second drive of the game, because like you mentioned, I like the the tempo they were setting. They looked really comfortable. Alex looked comfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, there was that that deep pass that kind of set everything up. So, yeah, that's, that's what I'd go with. There you go. We're in agreement. Yeah. Mixing it up <laughs> and let's, winning let's first what, down. Let's see what the – yeah. I got well, the glasses on here. <clears throat> 
That I thought it was a good, and I also said it was a good third drive as well. I, I, in my notes, I said the receivers yeah. got more involved. That that's you know, the the, the first the first one. Rajay Harris on the eleven yard pass out of the backfield. That was mm-hmm. nice, uh, nice little run yeah. by him as well. I finally won a fantasy yeah, week taking my guy Rajay today. So, yeah. Uh, Got in the, I think we scored like on three or four straight drives, right? Yeah, and if you look Which at the drive, including the field goal, I think we yeah. got a field goal. And out. how about this? We had talked about short fields. <clears throat> Listen to these drive charts. Okay, so the first drive, two minutes and thirty-seven seconds. Second drive, five minutes and six seconds. Fifty-eight seconds on the um, field goal drive. Minute thirty-nine, three thirty-nine, five ten, and then thirty-six seconds. So, no drives over five minutes. Yeah. All right. We uh, got a couple of callers Field in. 317-1250. Yeah, defense. Defense putting you in great spots. Yeah. And, yeah. and all that. All right. Steve, hang on. Let's go to Charlie in Pittsburgh. Hey, Charlie. Hey, Clip. Um, boys, let me tell you, I am relieved. I uh, I hate to I hate to really admit how much I was dreading this game all week. Um, I you know, I was I was mighty nervous, more nervous than I generally like to admit. But um, boy, it just it felt good to beat somebody we were supposed to beat. And you know, who, who knows how much this will tell us about the rest of our season? But it tells us we're not getting beat by FCS teams at home. Um, so we know that's our baseline. So I'm happy about that. And the other thing I wanted to mention, um, you know, obviously the the, the it wasn't packed and Dowdy Fickle in the day, but the crowd wasn't as bad as I thought it could have been given a you know 0-3 Pirate team going into a rainy game at home. Um, there was a decent crowd there, and, uh, and the crowd that was there was lively. So uh, it, feels, it feels good that we get a little momentum going into a, a tough game next week, and who knows, if we could pull that one out, um, we'd have a different story attendance-wise when it comes to that Thursday night game. Heck yeah. yeah. Something to, a lot to be excited so, about at that point if you can knock off Rice uh, next week. Charlie and I, I don't think you were alone. We were, uh, we were a little nervous about this one going into today. You know, and you can say what you want about the opponent and everything, but a forty-four nothing win, and you guys can attest to this more than anybody up here. It doesn't matter how you win, who you beat. When you win a game, and especially when you do it as convincingly as that, it doesn't matter who's on the other side of the football. Confidence plays a big role in moving forward. No, it does. I mean, it's it's always what you what you preach about is it's about us. It's not about who you right. play. It's about how we play, you know. And so I'm sure when they look at the film tomorrow, you know, those guys, <clears throat> you know, got a lot of good things that they can build upon. Because see, these are the games where you can really go in there. And oh, build you can teach. Upon. You, you can, can teach. teach because you can get into guys and you can say, yes. look, look, we had a great game, but, but you, 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 look, <laughs> you miss this guy on here next time. Listen, and he will take that that yes. player because he's coming off of a high of a win. I've always said this too: the best coaches know when to coach yeah. and when not to coach. Because you got you got a guy coming off, especially coming off that App State, yeah. you don't want to get in the guy's shorts after he's already down yeah. and you're kicking a man while he's down yeah. that's what he feels like you know coaches on me and man i feel bad enough as it is these are the times that you can really get into a guy and coach and he'll receive yes. that criticism yep. uh yeah that's right you don't feel as bad about jumping jumping down a guy's throat after we you know right by 47 or whatever yep all right. Happy about that, and um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Y'all have a good night. Go Pirates. Good to hear from you, buddy. Uh, shout out to Monica. Gave us a good game to watch, but unfortunately, it looks like South Carolina is going to run out the clock. So, dang it. Is that Monica Greenville? Again? It is. Yeah. There you go. 
no it, it certainly was um by the way youtube chat keep up the jeter talk i'm gonna read those at some point when we run out of calls y'all are doing some great work over there so i'm not ignoring it it's funny i'm looking at it i'll read some of those uh, before we get out of here all right steve you're up in illinois hey steve hey guys hey clip so listen guys um i'm not impressed with what happened tonight I mean, we know that we've seen them blow it against FCS teams, but I mean, you know, they did the they did the job, but nothing through nothing happened tonight that made me feel specifically any better about the quarterback situation. Like, you know, they did the job, but nobody stood out, nobody stepped up. Um, you know, I think Flynn looked better than Mason, obviously, through four games, but like, is he really? Coming into the season, I'm thinking, hey, six and six is possible, another bowl game, you know, keep it rolling, you know, everybody's on the same page. Um, but it just doesn't look possible at this point. The people that we were expecting to step up this year and really be impact players, like Jalen Johnson, like Hatfield, like those guys are not stepping up to the level, um, and I think it's because of quarterback play, Um are not stepping up to the level that they need in order to get six and six. Um, yeah. I just—I mean, interesting time for this call. I feel like those guys probably had their best game. I tonight. think I think Jalen and I said this earlier. Jalen's your number. He's he's your one A receiver out there, and I think Jalen, as far as the receiving core goes, yeah. he's the guy I trust the most out there. Mm-hmm. He's definitely the guy that has to step up. But to on. Steve's point, like it, it hasn't been week to week. In fact, right, right, no, right. It hasn't. It hasn't. This it hasn't. would have been a call. I would have agreed with everything you said if it was before tonight, and and we didn't learn a ton tonight but i feel like we saw flashes of jalen marcus i think you said it right first time we got to see him in space and see his speed tonight exactly so. and I, I i think uh last week i said uh, we have to make um about five plays over 20 plus yards yeah and, and that doesn't necessarily have to be down the field throws that can be a, a catch and run route now, excellent exactly man explosion so he displayed his his speed today and uh, after he ca- caught the ball and um it was great to see because we had been talking about it all offseason as far as and how much the coaches like his speed and all of that. And yeah. I finally got the chance to see a little bit of it. And so, But, Steve, like I totally don't disagree with you. I just feel like we saw a lot of positives tonight. Uh, we did, but I think, like, given the opponent, you can't get carried away by those. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, we're true. not. That's true. We're not getting carried away. Trust me. Like, we, Jason... Jason came in here and said exactly what I was thinking. We're two. We're one and one in exhibition games this year. We lost our exhibition game to Michigan. We won our exhibition game. We're zero and two in real games this year. Marshall and App State. That's how I feel about it. That's all. Real quick. That's all the more reason why you know seeing that you have mediocre, you know, Mac Jones level uh, average. Um, Thank you. At the quarterback position, I'm a Patriots fan. Sorry, uh, <laughs> put it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, but that's why making a move now to Jeter um, and to offer him the opportunity of a Holt Nailers like he starts. Um, you know, to see if he can do it because these guys aren't doing anything. They're not going to get us to six wins. Maybe Jeter could get us to six. All right. I was riding with you, G. I was riding with you, Steve. And, and maybe he gets more reps. But, Jason, Marcus, those reps are precious, right? Yes. During the week, and they're probably not ready to give them to Jeter. Look, we saw him go in. That's great. I just don't think they're ready to hand the keys to him. 
if they were, he'd have been more in the mix before now. So. No, and, and you know what? I don't think I, I don't think either Garcia or Flynn has played themselves out of a position. That's Garcia has come pretty close. That, well, true, but, but after but tonight. tonight he looked good. I don't think at this point right now any of those guys um, warrants the ball being taken away from them and given to a guy that's unproven in you know in Jeter. It, it, that just doesn't make sense. But I mean, nobody, nobody there, nobody on the roster can do the job right now. That's just the bottom line. Well, we got to go play a football game either way. <laughs> so they're going to put guys in, Steve. Yeah. All right. I got you, man. You're not happy, and and you know what? Let let them prove it to you because they still need to prove it to a lot of folks. Let's go out and beat Rice, and maybe yeah. maybe you'll feel a little bit better. All right, Stephen, Illinois, three one seven twelve fifty. Donna's up in Greenville. Hey, Donna. Hey guys, I hope you guys are doing well tonight. Um, glad we're not having to have the panic discussion that I mentioned last week. Um, I'm hoping, you know, I'm I'm proud of how they played out tonight. I'm glad we won. I was a little nervous going into today, especially with the weather. I didn't even know if we were going to wind up playing tonight, um, not at the time that they originally called. But I'm proud of how they played tonight. I'm proud of Garcia. I think he did a heck of a job tonight. Um, and I'm hoping, too, that Garner Webb's kid that went out and get stretched off uh, in the third or fourth quarter, I hope he's doing okay. Where you It's a good one. All right, Donna, yeah, you broke up on us there, but uh, good win, and yeah, obviously we hope uh, the Wagner kid is okay. Had to get carted off tonight on the field, and I haven't seen her. I'm not checking social media as much as I can hosting this show, so I haven't seen anything. All right, uh, 317-1250. We'll go to Brad on 264 next. Uh, hello, Brad. What's going on, guys? I actually have made it to Garner now while sitting on hold, but yeah, Donna actually just uh, touched on the thing. I was actually calling, trying to to check on our our uh, Gardner Web kid, Honus Wagner. I guess there's not really been an update, but man, uh, it 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 was kind of scary just from uh, our view in the tower there. Man, he didn't move a bit, you know, the whole time till they carted him off. But uh, aside from that, just uh, you know, giving credit where credit's due. You know, this this isn't a team that I'm putting us in a bowl game or anything, but in years past, we've gotten these games against inferior teams, and we've let them hang around till way too late in the game, at least tonight, you know, start to finish, got the job done. But uh, just uh, prayers up for the Wagner kid and really hoping we hear some good news on him. No doubt. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, Brad. 317-1250. All right, let's get a break in. Will, Logan, Shane, we'll get to your calls next. Getting close. Last call for your calls. So uh, get them in if you want to chat. 317-1250. More to go after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. All right. We're up late with you on... uh, Saturday night on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. By the way, you should go visit one of Brandon Tate's U.S. Cellular locations. 
and experience the high standard of customer service next to Little Caesars on Charles Boulevard in Greenville in front of Lowe's Home Improvement on Memorial Drive in Greenville, next to Walmart on 10th Street in Greenville, and the U.S. Sailor Store in the Greenville Mall behind the Chick-fil-A. All right, 317-1250. Hey, they answered the call. Credit to you folks out there. Oh, Johnny D's on. He wants to talk about Broncos and Commanders last week, and so do I. <laughs> Shane, Logan, hang on. We'll go to Will in Holly Springs. We good, Shirley? Will, you're up. Hey, guys. What's up? Long-time listener, first-time caller. So I appreciate, appreciate what you got. Welcome on in. I give a shout. You got me? Yes, sir. Go ahead. I said welcome in. Okay, sorry. Hey, just wanted to give a quick shout-out to my dad. Happy birthday, Dad. He's 69 today. Um, he's a true nice. pirate. He's been getting season tickets since uh, the 1980s. So I remember his first year. But uh, So a lot of ups and downs over the years. I, I don't think the man's missed more than six games in 30 years. So he's a true pirate. So awesome. Happy birthday. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. I think he's probably made it to the house, but I don't know. I'm not really sure if he's listening. <laughs> but uh, yeah, got a couple questions. Uh, maybe comment on the game. I'm um, like my man and Garner just made it to the driveway here in Holly Springs. But. Um, um, couple couple questions. Just curious, what's the call load like on a on a night when we win versus uh, when we lose? All right, so I know the answer. <laughs> Weave knows the answer. This is y'all's first time experiencing. What do you think, Jason? Very low volume tonight. Very low volume. Definitely much lower. <laughs> yeah, and and sometimes it's not really the amount of callers because we sometimes we even get the same amount of callers. The calls are shorter. Correct. I will say this of though. The, hey, love what happened tonight. Great job. That's all I got to say. Yes. Instead of running, rambling on about fire Donnie, fire the coach. This and they're not doing this. They're running <laughs> on first down, and they're going on and on and on. It's a lot shorter calls. But yeah. Billy, you know this. If ECU pulls an upset win, or if they blow out like a UCF like they did last year, oh, yeah. it turns into a party, and we get more calls. Yep. It's kind of like yep. if the Pirates just take care of business, do what they're supposed to do. We have a, a night like tonight where the calls aren't exactly, you know, fired up. And we actually had people out here waving the flag oh, yeah. in front yeah. of the studio. Yeah. How about That's that? I like to see that. I've, I've, noticed that a lot of, I've noticed a lot of people standing out and kind of looking. You see a silhouette of a person. I'm like, <laughs> We're like in a suit or anything. <laughs> All right, Will. Anything else, man? That's awesome. Yeah, hey, just, you know, hey, uh, been going to games like that a long time with my dad. And one thing I've learned is when you get a win like this, 44 to nothing, you enjoy it. Like the man in Pittsburgh said, you know, you enjoy it. So it was a great win. It's good to see the defense uh, show out tonight. I mean, that's tough to get a shutout. And uh, they they looked awesome, and it is encouraging. And I know it's Gardner Webb. But uh, uh, the thing that I thought really stood out, I'm curious, just want to hear you guys' comments, and, I, and I'll hang up a couple questions. But um, is the uh, play, it was good to see some playmakers come out tonight. You know, I thought Donk on defense. Um, there's a lot of players on defense, but I thought Johnson's good to see him kind of have a breakout game. Obviously, Bond, you know, he's a gamer. He, he looked really good, and so I was encouraged to see some some guys making making some plays tonight. Um, Sam Danka is long. He looks like a dang stretch power forward out there. He is. Uh, he used his arms to bat down a pass, and he's a guy that's been talked about uh, by Blake Carroll and kind of waiting to to get him ready to get out on the field. Plus, he's playing, I believe, behind or, or with Jeremy Lewis, Jack Powers, some upperclassmen. Yeah. So it's tough for. But you gotta. We saw him get out there tonight, and uh, he looks he looks uh, like every, he could be a real every deal. Bit of six six. Yes, sir. Every, that's not one of those lies in the program. I think that's yeah, a real six, one. Six. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, appreciate you guys. Have a great evening. You do the same. Thank you, Will. Happy birthday to your pops. Good stuff. All right, let's go next to Logan in Greenville. Hey, Logan. How's it going, fellas? How are y'all doing tonight? Doing great. Man, how about them pirates, baby? Um, wow. Not a whole lot of stuff to say, but I'm just glad we were able to get the offense out there. You know, JV is fine. Josiah Hatfield, able to get out there, plays in space, get a couple touchdowns. You know, Jeter coming in with his drive for a big touchdown there for the Pirates and for the defense to get a zero on the scoreboard. Um, feels good to be a Pirate. I know that we started out kind of a rocky start, but hopefully this win can give us some uh, some wind in our sails heading into Rice next week. No doubt. And again, like, I don't know how much we learn, but you just hope, and, and you guys as players, how much does that win do for confidence? How much does that do for a good week of practice and kind of feeling good about yourselves? You know, you you really probably start to doubt yourself after you work all off season For three weeks, you lose, and now you get a W. That's got to be good for your mental, you know. Man, I'm aspect. telling you, 0-4, never experienced mm. it like that in, in college, but... Um... It, it's a different feeling. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, when you lose and you lose and you lose, it's um, it, it's it's not a good feeling, man. It's not a good feeling. But um, so that win is very it it, it boosts the morale for the team. Um, you know, your confidence and uh, just the spirit of you know just being out there together in in practice, right? Because the the practices are even different, right? As far as the energy level mm-hmm. and all those things, right? And uh, it, it's it I think it makes a huge difference. Well, I just, I just wanted to say, I would imagine there's a whole lot less of this going on. Pointing the finger, this guy is this guy's fault. That guy's fault. When you come off forty four nothing win, especially like this, winning cures everything. But then winning like that, you're not pointing fingers at anybody. So it, it becomes more of a all right. It's you know we're we're more of a cohesive team right. after wins like that. Well, well, we talked about it here. <clears throat> you know. They obviously did a great job of keeping this group together just because they had a lot of, you know, if that team was pointing fingers, mm-hmm. today was a perfect day for all those fingers yep. to be pointed at other people. That's right. Because it wasn't great weather. It wasn't a packed stadium. Mm-hmm. And you're playing Gardner-Webb. So it could have been easy for us to let those guys come in here and play with us. But I thought, you know, the focus was there because they came out and played well. So that to me tells me, Believe it or not, they're not listening to the noise. Yeah, that's good. Um, and that there is a lot of football left to be played. And so we just got to make sure that we continue to, you know, support those guys. And, and and hopefully we can continue to get on this winning streak. I think I over-worry about losing the locker room. I, it just always creeps in my mind. But, uh, you know, you win 44 to nothing. And you said you're not 0-4. You're 1-3 you're now. You don't have to really worry about that part of it because everybody's going to buy in now and say, hey, and now you've got another carrot at the end of the stick. Conference play starts this week. Well, and and you know what? Uh, I heard Coach Houston say they had a great week of practice. Probably the best. He said they had the best Tuesday and Wednesday. So guess what? As players, you say, you know what? We play so well. That's right, because right, we right. Because so we well. practice well. well. That's right. And listen, I mean, like when you're around teams that start buying into, you're going to play how you practice that's right yeah it, it becomes easy to get out there and go practice hard because you see the success that comes from it yep absolutely yep. all right uh logan anything else man yes sir two quick things one um jason man lo- loved watching you play man you're a great wide receiver for here uh and mr marcus crandall you play with my pops um at roanoke or i guess you could say robertsonville high school so he, his eyes lit up when he heard your name 
Uh, so it's good to see you guys on the show. But uh, that's all I got, guys. I'm going to sit back and listen. Go Pirates, baby. Well, thank you. Thank you, man. Right, appreciate you. that. Good stuff. All right, let's go to Shane and Clayton next. Hello, Shane. Hey, guys. How's it going? Great. How are you? Hey, doing good. Uh, it's always a good drive back to Clayton uh, after a big win. And uh, tonight was a big one, that's for sure. Yeah, it's cool to hear from Gardner, Holly Springs, uh, now Clayton. People take us on the ride home with them, and we try to get you to your driveway, win or lose, and uh, hopefully we can do that for y'all. Most definitely. Yeah, I'm a Pitt County boy. Um, been in Clayton about the last five years and everything, so you guys definitely make the ride home worth it and everything. So um, it's always it's always entertaining, for sure. <laughs> Sometimes I like it when it's not so entertaining. We just, I like tonight. Yeah, kinda, tonight, we'll take one of these, I'll right? Take one of these nights. Uh, all good, all good, well, man. Well, look, the, the crowd tonight. I was really, I was talking to a buddy of mine. I took him for the first time, and um, he's a he's an NC State fan, and uh, he he came with me, and I was like, man, I said we were gonna be lucky. We got five thousand people in the stands tonight. Um, tropical storm coming through. We're zero and three. And so I really wasn't counting on much. I was really pleasantly surprised at how many people we had uh, in the stands tonight. Um, just just a good environment, you know, on a rainy night and, and everything. I, I I was just really happy at, at the environment and the, the fans that showed up. Um, I, I don't think the fans uh, had given up on this team yet. And um, I think we we expect to win, and uh, I don't think there's any difference. Uh, I think we'll go out next week and we, we expect to win. And that's the the culture of being a pirate. We we expect to win every time we go out. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, and we've almost looked up what was our record at home the year the COVID year where we couldn't have fans because I thought tonight was going to be similar mm-hmm. to that. Unfortunately, and and I never went and did it, and I'm glad I didn't need to make that comparison because again the boneyard was rocking and uh, and and we've you were there. They, they at least had a little atmosphere. Yeah, there was a great atmosphere yeah. there, and that's the one thing about Dowdy stadium and the the pirate fans in general pirate fans are going to be loud and we've heard that many times before where there's two three four thousand people pirate fans on the road to a game somewhere yeah. say if it's marshall or you know i it I west mean, Virginia, state it, last year abs- uh, yeah, last week yeah um you know heaven forbid it's one of those at nc state or carolina where you get some real loud yes. because there's there's like you know fifteen thousand pirate fans there but on a typical road game where you go to these you know places army they've been i remember going up to army and there was you know a couple thousand pirate fans up there but they're always loud yes. and, and we had talked about that kind of in the break there's some places like michigan yes. earlier this year as big as the big house is with a hundred thousand people you would think that place is deafening all the time that's not not always the case. I've never been to Neyland Stadium, and I've heard from people that go there on a regular basis. That place holds 105, 107,000, or whatever it is. And sometimes it's not as loud as you would think it is. <laughs> Kudos to Pirate fans because when they show up, yes. they show up and they're loud. Yes. And they, there were times tonight uh, that it was a, a great atmosphere there. It really was. Yeah. Shout out to it, the it, students. Definitely. For, for showing up. And, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I think in the offense, when it starts to develop some rhythm and everything, the crowd starts to get into it a little bit more. And, and like you said, even though it's it's few, we get into it and, and the fans build on the success, you know, of, of the team. And it just um, it's, it, it was just a good feeling, you know, to see and, and, and be a part of tonight. Shane, good stuff, man. Thanks for uh, calling us in late night. <clears throat> yes, sir. Talk to you guys soon. All right. There is Shane and Clayton. All right. We got one more, Shirley. We got Johnny up in Wilmington. Johnny. 
Oh, it's two Johnnies. Mm-hmm. And so this is Johnny D. He didn't hang on. He heard what I said about the Broncos. He got scared. <laughs> Call back, Johnny. I want to know, did the Commanders really come back from a 21-3 deficit against your Broncos? You need to tell me. All right, let's take our final break. No? Let's go to this other Johnny in Wilmington. Hello, Johnny in Wilmington. He didn't hang on either. All right, last call. Last call for your calls. Wait a minute. What are we doing, Shirley? Johnny in Wilmington. Hey, Clip. Hey, Johnny. What's up, man? How you doing, brother? Cannot be better. I call in and tell you that this boy, these boys look like none other th- this evening. None other than the Pirates that I grew up to love. I mean, I tell you, hammering a, hammering a team 44 to there, you cannot beat that. Zero. 44 to zero. Zero. <laughs> 44 to zero. I like it. I like hey, it, Johnny. hey, Johnny, first shutout since 2000. How about that? I know that. I mean, <laughs> let's clamp down. If we can only continue this through the basketball season, women's and men's and every other sport, shutting them out, I mean, we'll be on to something. I tell you what, if we get a shutout in basketball, I, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's going to be Somebody wild. Somebody hangs a zero Ooh, in basketball. A zero. Some defense being played. Johnny, we know where you're coming from, buddy. Yeah. For our program. Uh-oh. Yeah, we're losing Johnny. He's underwater. <laughs> Johnny went down the wrong street. <laughs> you go down the wrong street. You get flooded. Johnny, you still there, man? You're breaking up. Ah, yep, he's in the water. Lost Johnny. What was the score tonight, Weave? 44 to zero. Zero. <laughs> Z-E-R-A. Zero. 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 All right, let's take our last break. <laughs> last call for your calls, 317-1250. We're back with you. We have zero breaks after this one. <laughs> More to go after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. Now, with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes. All right, let's take one last look at your scoreboard right now. Uh, USC and Arizona State are tied at seven apiece in the first quarter. And as a matter of fact, USC has coughed up the ball a couple of times. And uh, it is surprising that it is only seven all. Other uh, scores going on right now with about six minutes left or six seconds left to go in the game. Kansas State has a lead over UCF, 44 to 30. North Carolina leading Pittsburgh, 41 to 24 in the fourth quarter. Washington jumps out to a 24-6 lead over California. It is UNLV 28, UTEP 21 in the third quarter. And Fresno State has jumped out to a 22-7 lead over Kent State in the second quarter. And that is a look at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard brought to you by the Buck. It is your, uh, they have all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. And every Sunday kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TV so you don't miss a single game. They have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back into the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. 
Here's Clip. All right, well, you know you're good and you got a Heisman winner when you say, all right, fourth and seven, not they're pretty close around midfield. Let's throw the, let's throw it down the field. <laughs> and they do one on one matchup, touchdown, USC, <laughs> fourteen to seven. Man. Mm. Fourth and seven, and that's what they draw up and uh, look pretty. Yeah. Look pretty doing it. All right, uh, fellas, about to wrap it up here. Let's uh, get some final thoughts. Oh, let me let me do this real quick. The chat has been going wild with uh, Jeter comments. Mm. So let's see. I'll just I'll, I got to start it somewhere. Uh, Jeter could make Chick Fil A open on Sundays. Oh wow! Jeter can pick up Thor's hammer. Mm. Oh. Jeter placed a bet on Ohio State. <laughs> uh, Jeter. Ohio State called Jeter for the last play call. Ohio State uh, offensive coordinator. Uh, Let's see. Jeter's scoring drive is the Brown and Wood drive of the game. (laughs) When Jeter lands in jail, he passes go and collects $200. (laughs) My 26-year-old bartender says he said bet it all on Jeter. There's a throwback to a call (laughs) earlier this year. The 26-year-old bartender. Uh, If you're not Jeter, you're last hashtag shake and bake shane carden went and got a tattoo of jeter put beside his pirate tattoo i like that one ryan said my wife left me for jeter sorry to hear about that sorry ryan uh let's see jeter isn't unproven he's just jeter uh jeter for president jeter can be the next ailers he's already made his dad the new pa announcer <laughs> jeter just transferred to colorado give him his theme music oh, uh jeter single-handedly beat the globe trotters uh let's see jeter is reshooting all the wendy's commercials tomorrow lincoln riley heard about jeter about to replace caleb williams with jeter uh jeter is a longtime caller first-time listener Hmm. Think about that one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Jeter would have called in tonight, but he was busy saving a bus full of children hanging off a cliff above a lake full of alligators. <laughs> Jeter's the next Tom Brady, except eight rings. Wow. Jeter reminds me of John Cena. Mike Houston can't see him. Huh. <laughs> Jeter only missed on one pass tonight. Game ball goes to him. Jeter beat Al Bundy's Poke high school record of four touchdowns in a single that's game. Funny. That's funny. That's good. a throwback that's a right one. there. Uh, let's see. Okay, I, I do like this one. I heard Pirate Equipment had to special order Jeter's jockstrap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I, and I heard you couldn't hold it. <laughs> David said Billy got his forearm exercise re- resume uh, from Jeter. Oh, yeah. That's, I did. I that did. That's true. But you know who, who Jeter really does remind me of? James Summers. Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> <laughs> Who won it one night That's against, right, in a night. rainy game. In a rainy against game Virginia against Tech. Virginia Tech. Right. There you go. All right. Uh, good stuff, Chad gang. Enjoyed hanging out with you all today. Jason, final thoughts. Pirates win at 44 nothing. Go to 1-3 and three on the year. Rice coming up next. Yeah, good win for the Pirates today. Uh, those guys played well. Um, hopefully this is a, a confidence booster for those guys and give them some momentum heading in, into next week. And uh, I thought it was good overall. De- defense played well. Offense played well. Uh, some younger guys got a chance to play, which is always good and exciting for the program. So uh, good job. 
Marcus, uh, you like what you saw tonight? Can we, let's keep this thing rolling. How do we do that? What did you see that, that uh, maybe we can use moving forward? Yeah, I think we just got to keep the focus. And um, it's actually going to be a different level of focus now as we go into the um, the conference play. Uh, these guys got to uh, get that uh, confidence carried into Rice and, um, you know, try to play the best that they can, man. Go out there and, and um, you know, have fun this week of practice. Uh, as a team, uh, offense, defense, and special teams, um, and then, uh, you know, go out there and show it on next week. And, Billy, I got good news for you. Conference play begins Saturday. Uh, they have saved Shane Calhoun. They have not showed everything they're going to do with Shane Calhoun. This is true. They're saving it for conference. I, you know what? That's actually what I was thinking about. I was like, you know what? You don't need Shane <laughs> tonight. <laughs> kind of like we didn't need to see the deep ball yeah, tonight. They're saving it. Saving them. Saving it. Um, but I, I still want to see a little lady uh, coming coming down the pike a little 80 not a little lady. not a little lady a little 80 uh, eight, uh, sorry eight, little 80 80, 80, 80. Eight, well he's he's number 80 so eight zero eight zero eight zero um but i i think the the key to this and and the key to being successful the rest of the season is to continue to play mistake free football turnovers were down penalties were down yeah and tempo was up those are the three things I want to see continue. When and, and when you're not as uh, explosive as you normally are, you got to be mistake. That's right. That's right. You gotta you gotta trickulate the ball down yep. the field. That's right. And staying ahead of the chains. Yeah. And that's that's the biggest key with the with the mistakes. You saw East Carolina just stayed behind the chains so much with so many mistakes. Didn't happen tonight. Yeah. Jay, kudos to the defense because they they sparked a lot right. of that. I mean, right. yeah, five turnovers. You talked about the field position tonight. Yeah. I mean, we won that battle because the defense was was pretty dang dominant. Shut out. Yeah. They were great on third down today, too. They got off the field. And it allows them to play a little bit more loose when they can say, okay, we're not going to be out gassed every other play because the, you know, the offense is going three and out or they're turning the football over. We can play a little bit more loose. We can take some more chances out mm-hmm. there. Jason, uh, talk to you Monday. Yes. Pirate Radio Live. Marcus, will see you Thursday. Thursday. Billy, will call you one day this week. Yes. Not Friday. Not, okay, I will be doing volleyball on Friday. All right, they announced Which, it, so I get to see another winning team, another W today. Yes, yes another so keep W. Up the good work there, and uh, gentlemen, might see y'all uh, tomorrow. Yes, little yeah. tiebreakers action yeah. for the NFL. Yeah, two and O Commanders versus <laughs> the Bills. Josh is going down. Also, Chandler Game of the week, twenty-seven minutes away from the birthday boy having a birthday. Chandler Honeycutt. So we'll be uh, we'll see you tomorrow as well, Chandler. Maybe your Panthers can get a dub. Oh, eh, I don't know not. about that. One. Eh, <laughs> All right, Shirley Rhodes, great job as always. Thank you for what you do here at Pirate Radio, especially on game days. Thanks to the big dog. Good work, Jenny, all day. Ellerby and the crew. Chan Man, Weave, Jason, Marcus. Fun night. We finally got one of these winning shows. It was fun, right? It was. Good job, everybody. Let's do it again. Go Pirates. Let's do it again. All right, we'll see you fine people 3 o'clock next Saturday on the Bud Light pregame tailgate and after E.C. Rice on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Chat gang, y'all be good. We'll talk to you next week. You have been listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Join us next time for complete postgame coverage of East Carolina football, exclusively on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.